Today, inside the mysterious world of Dubai's royal family. And is overprotective parenting becoming an epidemic? So it was the High Court in London. There were, there were some protesters outside. There's obviously a lot of people who feel strongly about human rights in the UAE and Dubai. Haroon Sadiq is a senior journalist at The Guardian. This summer he reported on the extraordinary story of Princess Haya, the sixth wife of the ruler of Dubai. She had recently fled the UAE and she was bringing a case against her husband, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. I think firstly, it was just dramatic to see a royal in court and to see one half of um, what has been described as a perfect couple. One of the richest and most high-profile rulers in the Middle East is taking his estranged wife to court in London later. Flanked by her legal team, she sat through a hearing in which she'd asked for a forced marriage protection order relating to their two children. The sheikh, her husband, didn't attend but he has requested for the children to be returned to Dubai. They're two of the Middle East's most prominent royals. She is friends with the royal family. I think maybe the last time he was pictured in the UK was in June at Royal Ascot, where he was receiving a trophy from the Queen. On the surface, this might seem to be about a powerful royal couple caught in an acrimonious split. But actually, it appears to be much more sinister than that, because Princess Hyatt is not the first to try and escape the royal household. They called me the border, basically, and then they found out who I was. Yeah, they, they put me in prison and they tortured me. He's the most evil person I've ever met in my life. He's pure evil. This is a story filled with rumours of kidnap, imprisonment and torture, and of three women who have all tried to flee Dubai. Events that the ruler of Dubai in his household vehemently deny. From The Guardian, I'm Rachel Humphreys. Today in Focus, what are Dubai's princesses running away from? Dubai and uh, the other kingdoms in the United Arab Emirates, but Dubai is ruled over by a royal family. Who are they? Welcome to Dubai. This is my grandfather's house where my father and mother and us lived here. So Dubai is ruled by the El Maktoum family. They've ruled Dubai since in the early 1800s. Ola Salem is a journalist and used to work in the UAE. She now works in Washington, D.C. Not all their members are known. The ones that are in the limelight appear to be progressive. The El Maktoum family is definitely um, very well respected. They are always praised for basically erecting this city from the desert. The current head of the family and the ruler of Dubai is Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the man currently at the centre of this court case in the UK. What's he like? I travelled with my father to Europe, England. They have roads and they have buildings. And to me, that was my dream. Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid is the vice president and prime minister of the UAE. His image really is um, of a humble person who's modest, 
Uh, people love him. This telephone, the whole country knows my number. Ordinary people, Emirati, can knows your phone number and will ring you up. Yeah, I have two numbers. One is private and one for the public. And he, there's a lot of pictures of um, him meeting people on the streets of Dubai. He writes Nabati poetry, which is a local form of poetry. You know, he has a, an active social media presence as well. Yeah, he's quite big on Instagram, isn't he? He is, yeah, and on Twitter. Yeah, you know, people adore him because he is someone who has erected this beautiful city of Dubai and he takes full credit for it. I felt it before I heard it. On the face of it, he sounds like an interesting leader with perhaps a modern outlook. Is this reflected in all of society in Dubai? And forward is the only way the wind blows. What's it like? Well, Dubai is, I mean, it's one of the seven emirates of the UAE. It's really a financial hub. It's home to the biggest malls, to the tallest tower in the world. So it has this reputation of being very glamorous. I am the spirit of possible, the spirit of Dubai. It has a very Western vibe. There's alcohol being served, you know, there's hotels everywhere, there's malls everywhere, there's always something to do. There's also clubs. Yeah, expatriate community has a very different lifestyle to the local community. Having lived there a few years and reporting on news on a daily basis, um, you will get to know that there is a lot of repression. It has a record of human rights violations, particularly when it comes to labour workers and domestic workers. And women face a lot of restrictions. The UAE is the only country in the Gulf that doesn't have actually any laws to protect women against domestic violence. That's the Dubai that Sheikh Mohammed rules over. But what's his, his personal life, his, his family like? So he's had six wives and uh, he's believed to have 23 children. Believed to have, so we don't know for certain. We don't know for certain. And also uh, in Islam, you can only have four wives at a time. So we don't know uh, which he's still married to, but we do know Princess Haya is the last one. Princess Haya didn't just marry into royalty. She is royalty. Her brother is the King of Jordan, and Haya went to boarding school in the UK, eventually graduating from Oxford in PPE. In 2004, she married Sheikh Mohammed in a small ceremony in Jordan. But she was known internationally before her marriage, both for being a successful Olympic show jumper and for her humanitarian work with the UN and charities. Um, my interest in the healthcare sector started out actually, sadly, um, with my mother passing away when I was um, three years old. And she was visiting a, a hospital in Jordan. Um, and the fact that she died visiting a hospital and that she was trying to serve um, people and wanting to grow up and be like her. Um, I often went From the images that we've seen, um, they seemed pretty happy together. I mean, she, of all his wives, is the most visible. They definitely seem to have, you know, a picture-perfect relationship. So the last time um, anyone has seen a Princess Haya in Dubai was around March 30, uh, when she was attending a um, Dubai um, horse racing tournament. Um, she attended with her family, and uh, she attended with uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rajid, but she was clearly not too happy. In all her pictures, she wasn't her smiling self. 
she didn't stand directly next to him. People to that point didn't make anything of it. But that was the last time we really saw her. And then we hear in May that Sheikh Mohammed had filed a lawsuit um, to bring back his children from the UK. So the escape attempt must have happened during that period. A wife of Dubai's ruler, Mohammed Al Maktoum, is in hiding in London. Princess Haya bint Al Hussein is said to be in fear for her life after fleeing from her husband. And what we do know is that she jetted off to Germany with helps of diplomats and then from there she went to the UK where she's currently residing. Ala, why do we say the word escape when we talk about her getting on a plane and coming to the UK? Because really it was uh, an escape attempt. Dubai's laws would not rule in her favour if she asked for custody. What's been suggested behind the reason for her going? The narrative has been, oh, she wronged him and so she had to leave. However, it has been heard and widely reported that uh, she learned some details, um, some shocking details about uh, Sheikh Latifa, who's one of the daughters of uh, Sheikh Mohammed, and how she was treated. That had her scared for herself, for her life, and for her children's life. Because as far as we know, Haya is not the first princess to have fled from Dubai. Hello, my name is Latif Al Maktoum. I was born on December 5, 1985. Um, my mom is Huria Ahmed Lamara. She's from Algeria. My father is the Prime Minister of UAE and uh, the ruler of Dubai, Mohammed bin Rashid Saeed Al Maktoum. Um, and I'm making this video because it could be the last video I make. I remember watching that video Princess Latifa made last year before she tried to escape. What more can you tell me about her? Sheikh Latifa is uh, one of Sheikh Mohammed's daughters. We first heard about her after she attempted uh, an almost Mission Impossible escape attempt. I'm not so sure of the outcome, but I'm 99% positive it will work. With the help of a friend and a trainer, she went by car, crossed into Oman, and then from there they went on jet skis for several hours before they got into a yacht on international waters and they were heading towards India, uh, where she, would, she was hoping to eventually seek a political asylum in the US. While she was able to pass all these obstacles and actually reach the yacht, the yacht was commandeered and she was brought back to Dubai uh, while others on the boat were arrested. And the video she made, it didn't just outline her escape, it also revealed why she wanted to get away. She speaks in it of her treatment in the palace, of the lack of freedom, the lack of choice. My other adopted sister, Fatma, Fatma Lamara, she's kept in a cabin on our property but locked up separated from the rest of the family because she's naughty. She's, she's rebellious. So she's basically kept in a cage in her house. Being tortured, um, having actually tried to escape um, a few years earlier, and she was actually, she says, imprisoned for three years for it. And she was beaten, and then she talks about how her father doesn't care about anything except his image. She talks about things that no one knew. She, I mean... 
people didn't know that she was the daughter of an Algerian mother. Uh, they didn't know that she had a sister who was imprisoned. A lot of people were able to understand and get a, a you know, an, a new picture of the Dubai ruling family that they never saw before. All my father cares about is his reputation. He will kill people to protect his own reputation. Right, but that video is the last time we heard directly from Princess Latifa and her family deny that anything she said in it is is actually true. Yep, the, yeah, the family dismissed um, yeah, all these allegations. They did say the, that she was kidnapped. Um, they even said that was, there was a ransom involved. And ironically, we heard Princess Haya earlier this year in January uh, speaking to the pub- a public uh, radio station in Ireland, uh, debunking all this. It is a private family matter. And, you know, she was standing by her husband. Uh, she's a vulnerable um, young woman. If I, if I thought for a single second that any shred of this was true, um, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put up with it or stand for it. For most of 2018, no one sees or hears anything from Latifa, and her story goes quiet. But then at the end of the year, images of her suddenly begin to appear. We saw uh, pictures of her uh, next to Mary Robinson, who's the former president of Ireland. Um, She was invited by Princess Haya to come to Dubai to meet with uh, Princess Latifa. I was asked by Princess Haya, whom I've known for a long time, she asked me to come uh, to Dubai and help with a family dilemma. And the dilemma was that Latifa is vulnerable, she's troubled. Um, she made a video that she now regrets and she planned an escape or was part of a plan of an escape. And this is really odd. Latifa appears in public after not being seen for months and she's with the former president of Ireland, Mary Robinson, who is a friend of the Sheikh's wife, Princess Haya. I mean, we know that there is a connection between them. They both worked at the UN. Um, she lived in Ireland for many years, uh, Princess Haya, and they've known each other for many years. And the pictures were released kind of to show the world that, you know, Princess Latifa is alive and well. And how did Latifa look in the photos? She seemed to be very dazed. People who know her say, like, you know, she's not, she didn't look herself in the pictures. And, you know, Mary Robinson and Princess uh, Haya both received a lot of criticism after this, which was widely labelled as a PR stunt to protect Sheikh Mohammed and Dubai's image. I had lunch with her. She's a very likeable young woman, but clearly troubled, clearly um, needs the medical care that she's receiving. So it seems that uh, Mary Robertson really did believe what Princess Haya told her at the time. Did, do you think you were able to have a frank conversation with her, give, you know, given the circumstances in which you met her, where she's with her family? I was able to assess the situation. She wasn't with her wider family. She was with Princess Haya, um, you know, two other people. It wasn't um, a big number. Mm. I was Princess Haya was married to her father. I, yes, I was very aware of how troubled um, she, she appeared to be. Part of the reason Latifa was so desperate to escape from her family was because of what she believed happened to her older sister, Shamza. Shamza is the first princess that was reported to have escaped from the royal household in the year 2000. At the time, The Guardian reported that Shamza escaped by commandeering a 4x4 on her father's estate in Surrey. She apparently drove it to the perimeter fence, jumped out and made a run for it. 
she was caught many weeks later and taken back to Dubai. And uh, basically from uh, Sheikh Al-Tifa's video, what we understand is that Sheikh Shamsa is in some kind of solitary confinement in the, in the palace with a psychiatrist present and given medication. Obviously, all this information that we have is alleged and hasn't been verified and it might never be verified. I was just thinking, for a journalist covering this story, it's so impossible, isn't it? Because you're relying on these little almost breadcrumbs of anecdotes or letters or videos that come out to kind of give us a picture. But it's so hard to know if it's the right one. It is, yeah. And even speaking to uh, people in the country, you know, they, they don't want to talk about this kind of thing. They People are kind of scared to even speak. Because in talking about the escapes of Princess Haya and attempted escapes of Princess Latifa and Princess Shamza, to what extent do their experiences reflect experiences of women in the UAE? It's really sheds a light on a growing trend in the region where we're seeing a lot more women standing up for themselves and trying to flee. A lot of women feel that the only way to get, you know, basic freedoms is to go to the West, you know, freedoms like study what they would like to, not be forced into marriage. That's kind of why uh, Princess Haya's trial is so important because it could actually be a window into a lot of things that happen in the royal family. If, in fact, Princess Haya is trying to argue that her children are unsafe in the Dubai ruling family, she will need to show evidence of that. And Sheikh Latifa and Sheikh Shams's stories might actually end up in the UK courts. I think the outcome of this um, trial would be very significant for women of the region. Uh, I mean, if Princess Haya can't do it, who can? Ola, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. The case between Princess Haya and Sheikh Mohammed will be heard later this year. You can follow what happens at theguardian.com.